Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. Now, if you're new around here or haven't had a moment to leave a five star rating or a review, I would appreciate you doing so. It helps with algorithms and helps others find us. And everyone knows it is no fun to fangirl alone. Speaking of that, I am not alone today. I have Lindsay and Julia. Both have been here before. We love them. So glad you guys are back. Hey, guys. Hey, Patty. Hey, love. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay talked to us about Galaxy's Edge last year, and Julia has talked about Tom Hiddleston and Netflix Cheer. Um, this show, the show is not Cheer, (laughs) y'all. It's like the opposite of Cheer. Yes, that's putting it mildly. I mean, depends on how you look at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one's, uh, this one's a little, a little on a different kind of stunting. Definitely, there's some stunting involved. We can go there. Um, so the this topic, um, it's our latest obsession. I think we're all kind of just crazy about this show right now. And I knew that these two guests would have plenty to say about it. So I'm so glad you guys are here. And of course, we are talking about Tiger King and Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin and all these crazy yahoos. And we're gonna we're gonna dish. We're gonna talk about it. Um, that being said, guys, this is this could be spoilery. This is, yeah, right? We all want to talk. Oh, yeah. About. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, getting yeah. into it, right? So there's going to be spoils. And if that's not your thing, go watch the show and then come back and um, decompress with us. But I also feel like if you're on the edge and you're not sure you want to watch it, this might be a good, uh, this might be worth listening to for you to decide if it's your jam, you know? We're here for you guys. We, we did are. the work. We did the research. We're that's here for fair. you. I mean, at this point, we're just providing a public service, honestly. Honestly, that is basically what I should subtitle this episode, you know. Great facts. Uh, (laughs) All right. So real quick, you two, uh, introduce yourselves. Tell people where they can find you online. Lindsay, you want to go first? Sure. I'm Lindsay's Magical. You might remember me as Sharper Endurance, and then I gave that up for Lent and to get longer (laughs) hair and better eyebrows. You can find me online at Lindsay's Magical on Twitter and Instagram. I should have totally gone first, but I let Linz go first because he's the prettiest. Um, (laughs) Hey guys, I'm Julia. I'm uh, Queenie11078 on the socials and you know, you can just find me usually anywhere we're talking about Tom Hiddleston or anything Marvel related. Um, Yeah, that's me. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, welcome, guys. And for anybody who doesn't remember, these are my Ren Disney pals. These are OG, like Lynn's is OG Ren Disney pal for, oh, in yeah. my world. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's been a long, long, long time um, that we- Like, Patty, do you remember when you had to go to the, wild, the Wide World of Sports website to register for a Ren Disney race and you could do so up to a month before the event? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how far back we go, y'all. Some yeah. of y'all had never done it, and it shows. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We love y'all anyway. <laughs> but yes, that's... never. Mm, girl, it's crazy. <laughs> like, it just doesn't... We don't... That doesn't happen anymore. But anywho. Um, all right. So we are going to talk about Tiger King, and this is a true story, and it is absolutely banana 
pants, banana pants. It's my favorite word to use. And I have been using it nonstop since I started watching this show. Everything is just banana pants because it's, you know, on the level of what to, to uh, Tiger King, it's Tiger King banana pants. Um, yes. So one of you or both of you give me a quick rundown about what this insanity is all about. And I'll be honest, guys, I will probably use the word insane and wild a lot. And, you know, I'm not going to apologize. Lindsay, I feel like... I feel like Lindsay gave us the best synopsis and okay. then, you know, I threw in the little gem at the end, but yeah, Lindsay, I mean, gosh, how do you even begin to describe <laughs> briefly the cultural phenomenon, a renaissance, if you will, that is the Tiger King? I, Come on, renaissance. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm going to throw out a $20 word today. Uh, Joe deserves... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joe, Joe absolutely deserves. I mean, we stand him going forward. Going, I mean, Forever. honestly, he's he's terrible. He did awful things, but I live for him. Yes. Uh, Tiger King is a true story about three individuals, two of which reside in. Do two of them live in Oklahoma? Yes. Is Doc no? Don't. No, Doc is in Florida. Doc, no, so Doc is in South Carolina. I thought we were talking about Jeff, and Jeff splits it. So really, yeah. Yeah, so the, it's split all over the country. So you have some folks in Oklahoma, you have some folks in the Carolinas, and some folks in Florida. All of these yeah. people have something in common. They all essentially breed and house big cats. So that's lions, tigers, all kinds of other wildlife that they just Liars. procure. Tigers and bears, oh my. Uh, oh my. They just procure them, and then they run these little quote-unquote rescues or zoos for profit. And you would think that would be enough, but oh no. Oh, there's so no, much no. more. <laughs> there's so much more. There's an unsolved murder. There's arson involved. There's a gay throuple. It's everything I ever needed in my life. <laughs> there's there polygamy. There's, you know, harems. There's drug abuse and addiction. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, that's, it's a low-key cult. Um, you know, there's piercing. Low-key? Well, Girl. yeah, there is no key about uh, There's piercings that I had to Google. I have to. Same. Do. Yeah. Oh, uh, you didn't know? No. Same. No. Shout out to Lindsay for educating me, by the way. <laughs> um, I learned something new about, you know, the decorations that were on the wall that he attached to said piercing, and I still have oh. questions about that. I'm yeah. still researching with the, um, <laughs> with the gays of the neighborhood so we can kind of come to some resolve because a lot of us are very confused. <laughs> yeah, there was, I mean, there's just a, pretty much a little bit of everything in this uh, movie. At one point, there's this one scene where one of the, um, one of the characters, uh, he has long blonde hair and he's talking and he kind of breaks down and is crying. And then it, the next scene is the back of a blonde headed person putting on lipstick. And my husband and I were watching this and he was like, Oh, so is he, is he doing drag now? Because I mean, and it was just like a natural progression. We just assumed that's where this was now going. Oh, yeah. And I was like, no, it turned out that was a woman. Like that would, they, they had just switched completely, completely different stories. It was like Carol, I think. And so she was putting on lipstick. I can't, I think it was Carol. But anyway, I mean, point when was, he showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I was like, in the car. Yeah. There was nothing. You just stopped asking questions. You, you were just did. like, oh, that was this, is how we're, this is where we're going now. By hour five. I would have said, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Let's just go with that. Right, right. By by hour five, it was just natural to be like, oh yeah, of course that's going to happen next. I mean, there was no, I mean, that I, I think that kind of says it all, right? It was shocking and shocking and shocking to the point where then we were just like, oh, what else can they throw in there? And y'all, it's all real life. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. at some point when none of us flinch in episode two, 
when that poor lesbian zookeeper had her arm ripped off and none of us because she went back to work. And we were like, yeah, that's, that's normal. Yeah. I just need you guys to know that we, we got Lindsay to watch and I say we shout out to Kelly, uh, we got Lindsay to watch and AJ. This is your fault. This is all my fault. But is it, I mean, fault or you're welcome, honestly. And I Lindsay hope. decided that he was going to live text his reaction. And some of the photographs that I received were better than any, I, I can't even tell you because even though I had already watched the show, I was feeling the same emotions like, yes. Yeah, and I imagine my face looked exactly like Lindsay's one. It was hilarious and wonderful. And and that's yeah, that's that's actually my my next question is how <laughs> did you all get here? So obviously Lindsay can blame Julia, but I was Julia, dragged here. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. Julia, I how, hate it here. How did you how did you how did you come across Tiger King? I, and by the way, by the way, I was telling Jane, y'all know Jane. I was telling yes. Jane that I was recording and she goes, Oh, who are you recording with? Please say Julia. <laughs> and I said, Julia and Lindsay. And she clapped. She was so excited. She's like, you. I can't wait to hear this one. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You uh, guys were in store for a mess. You know we love <laughs> chaos and disorder. Basically. All the time. Yep, yep, I all the time. For it. So Julia, no, for real, like where how did you come into this? So, you know, I, I wish I could tell you exactly how we came about, but so Steve and I, I think we had heard about it, just there were rumblings, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of how this thing evolves, where you hear rumblings, you see a joke or two online, and then Netflix, Netflix will not let you live your life, okay? They're like, listen, homegirl, you've been watching all kinds of true crime documentaries on Netflix. I'm going to need you to tune in to Tiger King. Mm -hmm. And so Steven and I started an episode where there were a lot of expletives. And luckily, you know, we're, we're an old married couple at this point. So our kids weren't really into it, which we'll, we'll get to whether or not it's children appropriate in a bit. But, you know, I say kids, but my daughter's 24. And she was like, you guys are ridiculous. I have no interest in this. <laughs> so we polished off one episode. And then the next day, it was a Saturday. I was like, oh, we are finishing this thing. We're, we're just not gonna quit until we know what happens. And that's, that's how it happened. And then I, I started finding the memes and sharing them. And, and snowballed from there. Yeah. I just knew in my soul that <laughs> this was a series that Lindsay would appreciate. And I kept pushing him to watch. Eh, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And I don't even remember where the turning point was, Lindsay, where we said something and you were like, oh, honey, that's a thing? Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> it had to be something completely ridiculous. I think it was, a, oh, I think... You, it was somewhere around episode one and two, and then you said, let us know when you get to the Walmart truck. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to the Walmart truck. The and, Walmart. and I got here again. I was like, oh, there's clearly a mess involved. And again, I live for mess. So I'm watching, right? It's only natural. But I had, you know, with COVID-19 and everything, I've been working seven days straight because of my job. <laughs> yes. So I was like, I need something a little 
uh, mind-numbing and ridiculous to watch. So this sounds completely perfect. Oh, honey, I was on a roller coaster for seven hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Walmart truck. We're going to talk about that Walmart truck just a minute. But oh, that Walmart truck. <laughs> Both I times it shows up. Oh my god. For real. For real. Um. So I actually. This came out on Netflix on March 20th, and we were well into a week around here. I think we kind of wait, 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 wait. March 20th? Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? Because I feel like this has been part of our ecosystem, if you will, for a minute. I ate 10 days. March really? has been the longest year of my life. Correct. Pretty much. Okay. Accurate. Accurate. No, yeah. March 20th is when it came out on, on Netflix. <sighs> and um, I saw it when it came out, and I. I noted it because I listened to the podcast, which is called Joe Exotic. I listened yes. to that last fall. So I already knew the story and I thought, oh, I know this story. I don't need to watch these crazy people. Because I'm also not a super big reality TV person. And I pretty much had written it off and wasn't going to do it. And I finally decided to do it because I watched the trailer and the, for the blog. <laughs> I did. No, I did. And honestly, I was like, we're all stuck at home. I need to tell yes. people what they can watch, right? Like what's good to watch. I can't go to movies anymore. So I can't talk mm-hmm. about those things. So we got to talk about the next big thing that people are talking about. And there wasn't a lot of chatter. I mean, I literally got in right when people started saying, Hey, have y'all seen this Tiger King thing? Anybody watching Tiger King? That Maybe started- this is your fault then that I started watching it. I don't know. I, I can't tell you, but I sat down and I decided to watch it and, but, and I kind of drug my feet to it, but it was watching the, the, trailer that I was like, you know what, now that I'm visually seeing these people, I need more. I, I, so <laughs> I need more. I need more. And at the same time, I also kind of had that, that, I, that feeling that Lindsay had, I think, where I just wanted something of pure release, where pure insanity, pure like escapism. But I was struggling because it's also a docuseries, so it's real. And I don't like real. You know, you know, I'm all about Disney, so you know I don't like realness. And there are points in the show where it gets very real. It gets very real. It really does. So uh, that's the thing is that I think anybody that's listening that hasn't seen this yet or that we want to point out is that these are real people. These are their real, real lives. We laugh and we chuckle. But at the same time, like, you know, I feel like that's something to keep in mind is like, these are the, like, yeah. like the girl who did stick her arm in and got her, the, the light or the tiger bit her arm <laughs> I'm off. I'm just going to be real with y'all. <laughs> yeah. That was the so, best line. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not, I mean, not to take it down this road, but since we're talking about it, the first thing that I picked up on in the first episode and a half was all of these main characters all share something in common. They all had a trauma past. Mm. And they all trauma bond to big cats and large and larger than life lifestyles. Mm-hmm, it, it, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I've been to therapy enough. And I was like, oh, this is trauma bonding. And this is exactly what it is. And they're continuing to project that onto the people they encounter, whether they are manipulating those people or not. And I found that in itself completely fascinating. So if you actually look at it from that lens, it actually gets a little, a little tougher to watch. Yeah, but some of the things that are happening are so ridiculously outlandish that you have to laugh. Like some of the stuff is hilarious. Well, it yes. is, and it and it's so like, wait, what? It, what are they doing next? Okay, so example, the Walmart truck. Explain what the Walmart truck is. Oh, <laughs> so this is where I officially lost it. So the Walmart <laughs> truck is essentially how Joe Exotic feeds his cats. 
and also and his employees for the love. <laughs> so it and his guests that order pizza. And, oh my God! I almost crawled out of my skin, Julia. <laughs> so the Walmart truck is essentially spoiled meat that Walmart has spoiled out, whether it's been returned, whether it's actually nearing its shelf life. They have to get rid of it. You can't sell it, so they can't donate it, so they get rid of it. Joe Exotic says, hey, I'll take it off your hands. I have cats and humans to feed. So what he does is he backs this truck up to his zoo. And he, out, and he and his employees offload it. He lets his employees take first dibs of the stuff they want gross and then he feeds the rest to the cats because he can't get enough cows or cattle that are also roadkill by the way to mm -hmm. feed his cats fast forward a couple episodes when he opens the pizzeria they're using the walmart meat on the pizza and when i tell you i laid down to go see jesus i had to I you had to escape it. it was awful y'all yeah. y'all just for a minute I have seen so many people uh, since they started watching this pull up all these pictures. They were like, oh my gosh, I met, and you know, whoever it was, various people have met these tigers before and they have pictures of them. Like uh, one of our runner friends, she has a picture of, she stopped yeah. in the middle of this race where Doc Antel was there with one of his elephants on the side of the road and she has a picture with him. Yes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And it was like in 2013 or something. Anyway, a bunch of people have come up this, but I thought, would you just have died? What if you had gone to their zoo and you had that pizza and now you're watching this like three oh years Oh my later? God. Somebody mm. would be, I, uh, I don't even know. Mm, mm, I mean, mm, I have mm. no business being in Oklahoma, so that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, that was some, that was, that was crazy when I saw that come out too. Yeah, the Walmart check. Whoa. So super wild. As a quarantine level show, I was attracted to this because again, I thought I was going to watch one episode here and no. there, whatever mm -mm -mm. it turned into a binge it was an all I was just obsessed well with you just had to know what other level in, of insanity are we going to ascend to well and yeah you just, have to keep going you, you had have to, to. And I still need closure. I, I, I feel like we need cameras following Joe inside this prison. Oh, Joe would love that. Joe, I need to know what's happening with Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Oof. Um, actually, today, so I also joined a whole bunch of Facebook groups because, yeah, that's the of course level. you did. <laughs> that's the level that I'm in. And one of them took a picture. Um, Jeff was at a was at a phone store today with Lauren. And uh, so that's what's happening with Jeff today. He's, he's getting his phone upgraded, I guess. <laughs> well, the news today was also BuzzFeed shared. Do you guys remember the iconic Britney Spears performance mm -hmm. with the snake? Mm -hmm. Doc that. Antle was on stage with her. Yep. He was wrangling a cat. Did you, see the, did you see the picture of Carol sitting next to her at the VMAs um, the next year? Carol. Talk about my what face, a great Carol. segue. Yes, Carol did it. Yeah. She did it at the end. <laughs> That was going to be my last question to y'all. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry. We're low on time, folks. Burger. We're just going to hit the high points. Not only did she do it, not only did she do it, she secured the bag. She did. And she was not dumb. She slave labor to run her quote unquote rescue. She only has volunteers and they are so happy to be there. And they've they been are. there for years and she doesn't know their name. She's totally Naomi Campbell to it. I live. <laughs> I live for Carol. She's I, I, Mariah I love, Carey. I don't know her. I don't, even <laughs> I don't know these people. They've been here five years. I don't know their names. <laughs> but she's got the colored shirts for all of them, y'all. For oh every gosh. year you can move up. Girl, what is every this? Year. 
Get out of here. Okay, so real quick, let's talk about Carol. Who is Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin is the nemesis of, of one Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Um, she mm-hmm. runs. Why the, he's a jail. <laughs> <laughs> she runs an organization in Florida called Big Cat Rescue, and uh, her her mission in life is to stop the exploitation, the breeding illegally, and selling of big cats. The gag so is. <laughs> <laughs> the pot is calling the kettle black. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Funny, really quick antidote about Carol Baskin and the Big Cat Rescue. So when I went and saw, I I know you've never heard this story before, but when I went and saw Tom Hiddleston on Broadway last year, we actually met, no, I mean, seriously, we'll have to talk about that some other time. Um, When we were waiting in line, there was a girl, we made friends with them, who was carrying a Big Cat Rescue bag. Like, and, and my husband recognized it. I had no idea who these people were. And so when we were watching the show, he was like, holy shnikes, do you remember that girl that we met in the line? And I was like, yeah. He goes, this is that organization. Do you Stop. remember me talking to Because they, they talked about it for a long time. And I tuned out because, duh, I was there to see Tom Hiddleston. Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh, Julia. She, she was a volunteer there, yeah. Oh my, I wonder what color shirt she gets to wear. I don't know. <laughs> If only we had been given this gift. Right, right. Oh my God, what level are you? Where have you ascended to? Oh my God. Does Carol know your name? They're great. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so Carol is is crazy. And what is interesting, sorry, um, but what's interesting about Carol is that she, her history is that she was previously married a couple of times. She's now on her third husband and he is the one that's in the show with her, but um he sleeps with one eye open mm-hmm. he Be- knows what she's capable of because Allegedly. i mean the wedding photos tell it all the wedding photos do <laughs> tell it all man um so apparently the there's this whole mystery about the disappearance of carol's second husband that has never been solved or has it <laughs> <laughs> only the lions and tigers know only, they're not only talking. the big cats know Oof. They're not talking. Oof, no. They know what's they know where their bread is buttered. <laughs> that is so <laughs> true. That is so true. So yeah, that's that's Carol's kind of sideline story is that we 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 hear about her. She fights with Joe. She thinks what she's doing is uh, more humane and safer and yada yada yada, where you know she and so her and Joe go back and forth the entire time. And in the end, that is why Joe is in jail, is because he has been, con- he's been convicted, right? Oh yeah. He got sentenced in yeah, January he, of this year. Okay. That's what I thought. He is yeah, that's the first case. I think he has another one too coming up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was convicted and, and put in prison for a murder for hire scheme to kill Carol Baskin. Obviously yeah. she, she didn't get killed. She's still alive, but guys, that's how real like things got on this level with those two competitors. Now there's a whole bunch of other side characters in this big cat world that we hear about that we learn about um uh, yeah um can we touch on that for just a quick we can they are also wild and we've mentioned doc's name a few times but there's this guy doc and he's basically a cult leader i mean i don't even know any other way to say it but he's a cult leader and he's a doctor of the mystical arts yes sciences i'm so tired i can't stand him with all kinds of of women uh, that he 
is part, I mean, does he call it? He owns, for lack of a yeah, better word. Yeah. I mean, he they, owns them just like he owns the cats. It's, it's, it's crazy. So there's that dude. Uh, and he has thoughts, of course, on how Carol treats her cats and how Joe treats his cats. And so he has to chime in there too. Uh, and yes. then like the most normal dude, the most normal cat dude out there is the guy who is the um, person that Scarface was modeled after. <laughs> My fave. Right? I'm not joking. He was the, he came across as the most like he honest did. and real. And he Folks, made. If that doesn't tell you something about this series, the most normal person on here was like a convicted drug lord. Yes, a cocaine kingpin. <laughs> and he's the one that we're calling the normal one. Hello. Uh, he was yeah. so down to earth and just so cool. I was like, yeah, yeah I get it. You know, yes. when he was sitting there and he was explaining what he did and how he did it and why he got in trouble. And he was just, I was like, you know what? Hmm. That all makes sense. I understand now. Thanks for sharing your truth. I mean, you know, I wasn't even, <laughs> I didn't even bat an eyelash. I was just like, all right, awesome. But yeah, I mean, those are the, these are the kind of people that, that are in this industry. Um, and, and by the way, I mean, if you haven't caught on, this is all about these animals and how they're treated. And these are all animals who never should be in cages in the first place. No. But apparently in America, we have more animals, uh, more of these big cats in cages than are even in the wild out in the rest of the world. Like it's, it's, and the number is not even close. It's not even yeah. close. Yeah. It's mind blowing. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of controversy that goes into this. And so again, uh, while we're kind of laughing and have a good time talking about these characters involved, always remember that in the end, we're talking about these animals and what their lives are like. And so if that's triggering for you, if that is not something that you can handle, then yeah, don't, don't watch, don't watch the sure. show because sure. I could definitely see this causing a lot of, of stress. Uh, and during this time, nobody needs any extra stress. No. Right? So yeah, yeah. Um, I always like to talk about how kid friendly or what ages are appropriate for shows or movies and it's not mm, no nope. thank you thank <laughs> we'll you we'll just yeah we'll just nope. jump right to the end of that it's not no nope. no don't do it <laughs> even if you think your kids are mature and can do nope yeah that I, was, my 13 year old would not be allowed to watch this i'm so, 34 years old and i was <laughs> blushing at a few points okay <laughs> i had it on and my family would wander in and out and they'd watch for like five or ten minutes and then they'd go uh, and they'd leave. And I was like, you know what? That's probably a good answer. Good response. So yeah, I didn't try to like, uh, you know, get anybody to watch it with me. My husband ended up coming in and, and kind of got sucked in with it, but um, it's definitely, it's MA, uh, you know, mature audiences It's TVMA. That should tell you right there. While there's not like, you know, acts of sex on the scene, on the screen. There's oh, a no. lot of sexual content and a lot of sexual Simulated discussion. Violence. And, a and a lot of adult language. Oh, yes. oh, the adult language is off the charts. And then on yes. top of that, there are some, like we, we touched on a little bit with the animals. There's going to be a little bit of animal, what some people might, you know, see as animal abuse or, or concerning yeah. images of what's happening with animals. That's not something everybody needs to see. Um, and then we have and some to- some confusing topics too. Like, I mean- I know that we, Lindsay and I specifically, have made jokes about um, the fact that Joe got two totally heterosexual males to marry him and be part <sighs> of a polygamous relationship, right? So that's another level of, whoa. 
and you don't and you don't even realize that they're straight until halfway through. Yes. And then it's been, and then it sends you into a complete tizzy because he has them strung out on weed and meth to keep them there. It's yes. an act of control. It's actually very Abusive disgusting. Abusive and horrible. Yeah. Uh, like, like I, I got I have nothing humorous for that. It's it's no. really gross. It is yeah. gross. No, absolutely, one hundred percent. And that's and that is again, these are things that your kids, I don't care how old they are, they just they don't need to see it. It's not you know, it's not an entertainment level for anybody on that on that level. That being said, if you are letting your teens watch this, please, you watch it first so that you are fully informed on if you're okay with this, right? Because this is not one of those shows that you let them watch it and then later you discover all of these things happened in it and you're like, wait, what? You know, just keep that in mind. And the other big, big, big trigger that needs to be said is the suicide that happens. Oh yeah, that was I was going to bring that up, and I mm-hmm. wish somebody had actually trigger warned me because it it threw me when that oh, happened. Yeah. That that I was watching it, and I I didn't know it was coming. I didn't, and that the shock value was one hundred percent there for me. And I remember just sitting in that moment, going, "Wait, wait, wait! This is because I, I could tell by what uh, Jacob was saying and and how yeah, he was yeah. describing the scene." where this was going and I was like no 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 we're not gonna watch this because guys the way it's set up is you watch somebody die you don't see them they are off the camera so you don't see that person um but you do see somebody who is sitting in a chair watching it happen right in front of him in real time as it happened it's like the uh security reaction Mm -hmm. they're watching the surveillance tape and they're playing it and and it doesn't cut away and you're Mm -hmm. listening to his interview and his voiceover the entire time Mm -hmm. and it's so sorry Lindsay. i should have warned you about that i didn't even think to tell you that but yeah yeah yeah, it's extreme and it's and it's a it's a big it's a big moment and so that that is something that, again, especially because, oh my gosh, teens these days and their mental health, it's all, it's a huge, big struggle. I think all of us have, have the mental yeah. health struggles right now, but um, I know for sure with teens. And so the, I just wanted to throw that out there for parents because I know that is something you're thinking, everybody's talking about it. The memes are kind of funny. Your kids are going to be asking you about it. Don't do it. Yep. Yep. And so if you're going to think say, about it, then watch it first to your point. Cause okay, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, but what definitely. I will say about about that particular scene after that, you will absolutely feel a shift in Joe Exotic's mm-hmm. character throughout the entire rest of the show. That um that loss actually screwed with him pretty bad. Yeah. And you can you actually watch him kind of spiral. And the spiral, I'm not gonna lie, is has its humorous points. Yes. <laughs> but it's very interesting how you again if you look at this through a trauma informed lens how he uses that grief and coping to move through mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting so i so it is a very traumatic and triggering thing i don't want to take away from that at all because it certainly caught me off guard for sure but what i will say is there's absolutely some moments where you can actually have some really in-depth interesting discussions about the subject matter if you look at it like we said there, I think the show is hilarious, but if you take, you know, the comical pieces away from it, I think there's some good that you could have some really interesting and in-depth conversations with your kids about, or your teenagers about, definitely not your kids, but uh, <laughs> I think there's some opportunities there if you both are open and, and emotionally available for that kind of dialogue. 
Yeah, this this show feels to me like um, on its face value, it's trash TV, right? It's just pure yeah. escapism trash. However, I, 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 I agree with what Lindsay's saying. If you want to go deep or if you really want to look into it or maybe ask yourself, why do you like this or why did you find it compelling? There's some depth to what these folks have been through and what they're going through. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for every, sure. Because every I don't think there's anybody on that show that doesn't have damage some sort of yeah i mean they would have to be right because it's just <laughs> yeah uh. yeah is banana pants uh if anybody's looking i have a drinking game <laughs> if you want to go into this yeah show and enjoy yourself my my caveat there is um do not binge your drink and binge the show basically because <sighs> Nobody alcohol needs- poisoning. Yes. Yeah, you can't go to the hospital right now, guys. Exactly. Nobody can go Please. to the hospital right now. Stay out of there. Um, but I do have that. I have memes. I have like favorite quotes. I have all those things on the blog. If anyone wants to go and hit those up, I'll throw them in show notes. But uh, Patty, I was yeah. actually really disappointed you didn't open the show with "Hey, cool cats and kittens." Mm, I know. I know, Miss Opportunity. I, I am. Uh, I'm shocked she hasn't copyrighted that yet. So I'm actually afraid that the things like that are gonna. Um, Carol kind of scares me, y'all. I'm afraid she's gonna come after us. Um, she should scare you. Hooray yeah. for flower crown. Oh, that flower crown. I wish somebody would get her a good one instead of looking like she put some down da- pulled some dandelions out of the grass and wove them together oh oh carol all right carol anywho all right uh oh we didn't talk about it but what's your favorite joe exotic song that he Uh-oh. definitely did not sing no i was like um newsflash he didn't sing any of them <laughs> no but here here kitty kitty should really be your kitty examined. kitty's iconic <laughs> yes, the ultimate diss track. It should be studied by scholars and and really, you know, rappers on both the East and West Coast. Take notes, please. <laughs> Take notes. Nas right. and Ether could absolutely never like could your kitty never, kitty honey. Full bob. <laughs> yeah, guys. All right. So if you haven't watched Tiger King, we have basically just laid down all these reasons why you may want to, maybe why you may not want to, but it is. It is banana pants. It's insane. It's a wild ride and it is on Netflix. And so if you are looking for something that you are just want to kind of get into it because everybody else is talking about it, we didn't even touch on 80% of what happens in this show. Mm. We don't have time for that, <laughs> but you guys are going to want to check it out uh, on Netflix. Anything else you two want to say before we wrap up? No, just, you know, enjoy the ride. Enjoy it for what it is. And just know that, you know, we're we're here for you if you want to talk about it afterwards. That's right. You know where to find us. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for fangirling Joe Exotic and the crazy messed up world that is Tiger King. Uh, This was a trip, y'all. This was a trip. Uh, Come back and fangirl with us again real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.